As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This podcast is powered by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Attention to Detail, the podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Ayers. Today, I'm going to give you guys probably an oversimplified way to come up with drills, create drills and techniques to work on certain skills in your sessions. And this can go whether you're a trainer, coach, a player, a parent, whoever you are. I think this will make this process a lot easier. Is it a little bit oversimplified? Probably, but who doesn't like oversimplified versions of things? Makes it super simple for us to just apply straight into our practice. Um, So I'll give you guys a few progressions of kind of how I go through this process and see if you guys can take it from there. So the first thing is that we always must start with the end goal in mind. So I'll never come up, well, that's a lie. I've done it before. 95% of the time, I would say, I find the skill, the technique, whatever it is that I want to train, that I want to improve on with an athlete or with myself, and then from there, come up with a drill. Of course, the times just come to me in my mind or I'm like, oh, this would be a cool drill. But most of the time, it's not that. I start with the end goal and then I have to kind of work up to that end goal in terms of how we are training that. So start with the end goal. Maybe that's finishing with contact. Maybe that's uh, shooting faster off of the dribble, maybe that's getting a quicker release, maybe that's making better decisions, whatever it is, it could be a strength, it could be a weakness, it's just something that you wanna improve in your game or an athlete's game, right? So I wanna make that clear that it's always starting with the end and then working to that. Now, next, I think a lot of the time we think a little bit too deeply about the drills that we're doing. A lot of the time the drills are right in front of us. They're just working on and challenging these skills. Like I get asked all the time where it's like, how do I shoot faster? Well, most of the time you just force yourself to shoot faster and it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable at first. And I think that's where a lot of athletes struggle is, you know, we're kind of looking for that quick fix of like, all right, how do I look or how do I shoot faster? The drill isn't something that's automatically going to have you shooting faster comfortably. The drill is going to be something that gets you into an uncomfortable situation or an uncomfortable stretch of your skill 
and through that you get a little bit more comfortable and again a lot of that a lot of the time that's super simple it's just forcing you to shoot faster so maybe finding a time limit on your shot like you got to catch and get the ball off in under a second and again if you're if you're finding these things maybe it's finishing with contact just go and do it right maybe go and say all right i have offense defense every single finish at the rim has to be with contact let's go first one to five all right if you have a partner if you have multiple athletes in a session sometimes we overthink these things like just execute a skill in a way that is difficult and eventually that difficulty will begin to subside and you'll get better at this skill through just challenging um, that skill or that technique whatever it may be through that drill if that makes sense so sometimes I, I think we just overcomplicate this find the skill that you want to work on execute that skill with some challenge you have your drill but of course the tough part is finding that perfect level of challenge finding that optimal zone of difficulty so the way i think about it is you identify the skill or the technique boom you come up with a way to work on it great now you can usually go two ways from here up or down and i think this is where we struggle with the most up meaning we can add difficulty down meaning we can take away difficulty to find again that optimal level of difficulty or complexity all right so again let's say we go back to the finishing contact example and i'm going to get into if you don't have multiple athletes in a session if you are a player and you don't have anyone to train with how you can work on things that usually like finishing with contact would require you to have another athlete or two athletes but let's say we need to add difficulty to that finishing with contact all right the way I see it is we have tools to do this. And when you become familiar with, with these tools, when you get creative with these tools and just get used to applying them, the easier it comes to create and adjust these drills, all right? So what are ways we can go up? We can add complexity to it. So this could be adding more defenders. Maybe you make this now a one-on-two. So you got two people to create contact with if it's easy in the one-on-one sense. Maybe this is a higher speed, right? So I start off like right under the basket, just like a quick little bump into a finish. Super simple. Maybe if they're killing that, or if I'm killing that as a player, I'll just move it back a little bit. Now I'll start at the free throw line. So we have a little bit more speed into it. It's tougher to control, more complexity. Then back to the three point line, then back to half court. So just more and more speed into it. Uh, We can make this a tougher task. So maybe I say, I don't know, you gotta hit their shoulder while you're touching your your hip with the ball or something like that so you're making the task in itself tougher from just a movement standpoint you can add in variability right so one of the things with finishing contact in this example could be like if they're doing it from the right side every time they get used to how to kind of solve this problem like as an athlete let's say you're finishing with contact against a partner in a drill but you're doing the same thing over and over again so you just keep rolling through because you're getting used to it. It's like saving this or solving the same problem every time. So now maybe you switch sides, you go right and then you alternate to the left and then right and then left. Maybe you do a couple of these and then you go and do a shooting drill where you kind of get out of that finishing with contact mindset and then have to refocus when you come back into it. So this can go in both on air and with defense situations where just adding variability can kind of take your mind off of how you're doing it the right way and then Uh, cause you to refocus as you get back into it 
this can be just playing against better defenders. So maybe you pair up with a different athlete if you're just absolutely killing somebody in this drill. This can be um, kind of moving past the complexity portion, adding pressure goals. So maybe you're making like, I don't know, 60, 70% of uh, your, your shots, of your reps. Like, all right, I gotta make 75%. I gotta do eight out of 10 on this next set um, during this drill. So now you have it's kind of a goal to work up towards. You have something that you want to get to. Maybe you put um, an incentive on that. You run if you don't get to that. So now you're adding a little bit of pressure. Science has shown, I've talked about this a good amount, that even a little bit of pressure and anxiety during a workout, something like that, where you have to hit a certain goal, can apply to the larger amounts of pressure and anxiety in a game because you're learning how to deal with these things. It just overall makes it tougher. We can even add in fatigue. So you gotta go straight into your next rep. Now you're gonna have to deal with contact with fatigue, and this is what we would call a constraint to make something a little bit more difficult. So all these are ways that you can just add difficulty. You have your drill, you have the way to work on this, now you're just adjusting for the difficulty, and in this sense, we are going up, all right? Now, what if you need to go down? Basically, just reverse all these. So less defenders. Maybe we do it without a defender at first and just kind of imagine it. A lower speed, let's say you start at the free throw line, you're like, all right, this is a little bit too much for me, kind of bit off more than I can chew, I'm just gonna move in a little bit and get comfortable with it before I move it back out in terms of the speed. You can simplify the task. You can not have pressure in the environment. So if you're like, all right, I gotta do six out of 10 and then you're just messing up because you're worried about getting to that six to 10, you're like, all right, I'm just gonna go, try to get comfortable with this and then I'll add back in that goal. So you're just reversing all of the ways to go up, and that's how we can go down in terms of difficulty or complexity or making this drill fit within our optimal zone of improvement. All right, so these are kind of ways, again, to adjust those drills based on the difficulty. All right, now, million-dollar question here. Sometimes we can't do this, right? This is too simple of an equation to come up with a drill, and I get it. And that's mainly for one reason, that we don't have anyone to train with us. So if you're a trainer, you don't have multiple athletes in a session. If you're a player, you couldn't find anyone to go to the court with you that day. And you're training a quality that's tough for you to challenge by yourself. Right, so maybe again, that finishing with contact. How are you gonna train finishing with contact if you don't have that contact, right? It's just, it, it almost seems impossible. Getting by defenders. How are you gonna train getting by a defender without defenders? Even shooting at times for really good shooters. I've had players who literally everything I throw at them, they're just making like 80%, 70%. I'm like, damn, how do I how do I challenge these guys? So when you have a defender, shit like this usually just creates its own challenge. And I, I just dropped a podcast about this as well. Like when you're playing against defense, the game kind of creates its own challenge in a way that we don't have to get as creative to do this. Most of the time you just have them play in these situations. You have them finish with contact. You have them shoot with a contest. You have them do these things where your challenge through the game. So first off, if you don't have a partner or multiple athletes in a session, I'd really encourage you to try to set up your environment that way. So if you're an athlete, network, try to find a group of other athletes that you can go and train with to challenge each other. If you're a trainer or a coach, just try to have athletes go against each other. Turn those individual sessions maybe into semi-private sessions if you wanna start helping athletes see better results. Because a lot of the time, it's so much easier to come up with drills and ways to challenge athletes 
if they have defense and they have other athletes in that environment to be able to to challenge them. Now, if we literally can't, which I know is the case plenty of times, trust me, I I've been through this as player and on the coach trainer side as well. This is where it starts to become an art. This is where I can't oversimplify this anymore. And we really have to think deeper about challenging our athletes or challenging yourself as an athlete. So usually how I'll do this, like, for example, keep going with that finishing with contact idea. Usually how I'll do this is say, all right, we don't have the contact. This is not easy, but we can start to train the qualities behind finishing with contact that will eventually emerge or come out when we are in that environment with contact, if that makes sense. So I gave this example and I believe it was a YouTube video. I can't remember exactly where I posted it, but gave this example, some piece of content where somebody was like, Yo, how do I finish or how do I train finishing contact by myself? It's like, all right, what are some things that you do when you're finishing with contact? What are some tools that you need when you have that bump and you have to work through that and finish? Like, uh, you know, staying strong in midair. Okay, cool. Finishing outside my body or outside my frame. So kind of extending out. Great. Uh, jumping powerfully into the air, kind of changing direction with that jump. Amazing. Uh, finishing on the way down was another one. Great. You have your qualities now to train. So and you can do this with anything. It's like in a contested shooting situation, we can't get that. But what qualities can we train that can come out in an actual contested shooting situation or, or in a contested shot, right? Sometimes you're gonna have to fade a little bit. Sometimes you're gonna have to shoot it a little bit quicker. Sometimes you're gonna have to shoot it with a higher release. Now let's find drills to challenge these things. And usually, again, this is where we can get back to the simple. How do I shoot it with a higher release? How do I train shooting with a higher release? Well, I'll just challenge myself to shoot with a high release. Right, so every single time, maybe it's got to be a little bit higher, and I'm filming myself to make sure that I'm holding myself to this standard. How do I just going back to the finishing contact? How do I finish, or how do I work on finishing outside of my frame or extending out? Right. Well, maybe I have to jump from the middle of the paint to outside the paint and really extend out. How do I train finishing on the way down? I'm trying to finish as late as possible in my jump. So once you identify these qualities that go into these skills. Even if we can't work on that skill as a whole, we can work on these qualities. And again, working on these qualities isn't crazy difficult. Yes, it's going to take some creativity to come up with constraints that allows you to do this. Uh, so for example, the constraint on the extension finish would be you got to jump from inside the paint to outside the paint and extend out like almost fully straight on. All right, these are things that are kind of holding you accountable to and, and forcing you into doing and training these qualities. But with a little bit of creativity and experience, that shouldn't be too difficult. And I truly believe that if you break it down this way, it becomes much easier to come up with drills, come up with entire workouts, in literally any situation, whether you have defenders, whether you don't have defenders, whether you need to challenge it a little bit more, whether you need to challenge it a little bit less. Once you have all these tools in your toolbox, it becomes so much easier for any player to come up with their own drills, any trainer, to shape the training environment a little bit easier. Um, and this has opened up a lot for me. So to recap really quickly, start with the end goal, start with the skill or the technique that you wanna train. Try to train that by just doing it. 
and finding challenge in that. So find a skill, do it and add or subtract difficulty based on where that athlete is, where you are in terms of success. If you're killing it, probably need to go up in difficulty and complexity. If it's, if it's difficult for you, then you probably need to go down in complexity and just find that level of challenge. Now, if we can't do this because we don't have other players with us or it's just too easy, we probably need to identify the qualities that go into this skill. So this could be a brainstorm session. You know you wanna work on X skill. You're writing down all the qualities. You can even watch film. This is what I use film for a lot is like, I'll just identify a bunch of plays where players are finishing through contact and then see what they're doing here. And then identifying these as qualities. So write down all the qualities and then finding drills or constraints to train those qualities usually isn't the toughest thing in the world. And I know there's a lot more that goes into this, trust me, again, I, I preface this with mentioning that it's a super oversimplified version. Like a lot of the time I'll train the qualities, even when players do have defense available. Uh, actually, I'll do this most of the time, which is which I talk about in the play, drill, play episode. I'll train these qualities because I want them to improve at kind of the, the basis or what builds the final skill so in other words i'll train the finishing on the way down i'll train the extension uh finishes i'll train all this stuff even when i have players in a group setting because i know that when we go back to the finishing with contact they'll probably be better at it because we've trained all the qualities all the ingredients that go into this so it's it's of course more of an art than this but i do think this is a really good starting point and a really good way to kind of refresh the process and remind yourself that it's really not rocket science to come up with drills to improve in basketball if you have this process down if you get good at this you can really streamline this and come up with these things on the spot even and that makes training so much easier because you're not always thinking about the perfect drill to do you can just come up with them on the spot and that makes it a lot easier to train yourself to train your athletes and ultimately see results so hopefully you guys understood this and are able to apply this. As always, hopefully this is super practical for you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. It means a lot that you guys are, are tapping in every single time and sticking around towards the end of the episode. So that is love. If you got anything you want to hear about in terms of topics, guests even, I do want to start getting guests back on the show. Let me know. I'll try to make it happen. Until next time. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.